So welcome hey. to Comic Book Sensei Episode Four. I am I am half host Thomas Bowman. And I am half host Jeffrey Bach. So we finally getting around to our spooky, I guess, uh, podcast stuff, right? The spooky comics. Not really spooky, but just sort of weird. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah I mean, we, we can we can get started, and I'll, I'll tell you a little of the background. Like they're they're actually pretty historically uh, significant in in uh, modern culture. Like a lot of uh, a lot of things launched off of uh, off of these old uh, comic books. These are old DC comic books. Um, yeah. And they're very influential. Like uh, we'll get into it when we when we start doing it, but I'll I'll talk a little bit about about them and why they're important. So these are old uh, tales from the crypt, uh, Baltimore, Haunt uh, of Fear. It's basically all the same group of people doing the same story. Sometimes they recycle whatever, but they were uh, these ones are the horror comics, and uh, they did also like crime comics, and they did. Uh, science fiction comics, and they actually, they started Mad Magazine, which was, you know, kind of a, a lampoon sort of deal. Yeah. Uh, but it's one that lasted, because most of these got uh, got banned. They uh, they got banned, there was a Senate hearing, there's a, a bunch of stuff, but uh, yeah, this is, uh, they were very controversial, because like, you, you read these, you read these stories, you gotta remember. Oh yeah, they are, they are. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can definitely see it with the, uh, well, you originally gave us four, but then you decided let's not do one because it might be crossing the line a little bit. So then we went yeah. to another one, and, I mean, they're all pretty, uh, crossing the line-ish, if you ask me, borderline, uh, do we talk about this? <laughs> First one was the bathtub. The bath, yeah, the bath, right? Was it the bathtub? The bath or the bathtub or something like that. Yeah, yeah, the bath. This was a this was a story. The uh, the artist in this one was one of the uh, less known but very good artist uh, named Bernie Krigstein, and um, he's uh, there are people that collect just ex exclusively. He's a, he's a fine artist as well. Uh, but wasn't one of the super popular ones among the uh, among the EC set, which these guys at the time kind of became, you know, limited scope rock stars. They were a big deal. They had fan clubs and everything. And this was kind of the first time the comic book artists had ever had real fans. Yeah. You know? I mean, a lot of times the majority didn't ever uh, sign their work 
before this, but this kind of got that popularized. It starts out, there is the dude who is basically the guy that is uh, bathing the dude. <laughs> He's like, oh, this is my master. I, I clean him. Yeah. I bathe him. Right. He's essentially like a like a plantation um, master. So he, I think they're down in, in South America, right? Yeah. And, and this guy is a... The, the plantation guy is basically an elitist swine and, you know, thinks very lowly of all the people that work for him. Yeah. And he's also... Um, like what a, a germaphobe, whatever. He always has to be clean. He doesn't want anybody to touch him. Oh yeah, yeah. Crazy right. paranoid about people touching him. Uh, always got to take a bath when he comes into the house. The dude's got to get his temperature right. Does all the perfumes and the bath salts and uh, all that junk. And then uh, he he's a douche. The dude's he a douche. Is a douche. <laughs> yeah. There, there you ain't know, no he, polite way to say it. Is he, he's got like ultimate disdain for. For anybody who's who works for him, mm-hmm. right? Like they're they're all in his mind. They're all scumbags and scum of the earth and disgusting. Filthy, people. gonna get him sick if he doesn't clean up after he touches them, after he beats them with his right. whip. Right, he, he whips them and stuff. So like they're not getting enough work. silver ore from his mind per day, so he's trying to make them work harder, feed them less. Yes. Ugh. Did we figure out where this was? Like it's it definitely it's, it's South America somewhere, but I'm not sure if it specifically says. I Where think it might have. Did it? I don't know. Dude, there's a lot of words and stuff. <laughs> there was, for like only being like five pages, there there's was a, a lot. lot of reading to do. Remember, I, I, I was kind of, I, I kind of warned you about this when we were originally talking about it. A lot of the EC comic, uh, this one in particular, has a lot of text. Like there's not a lot of boom, pow pages, you know? There's a lot of story. It's pretty dense. Yeah. Yeah, it is the bathroom. Say what? <laughs> it is called the bathroom. Oh, is it called the bathroom? I thought it was just called the bath. <clears throat> or no, okay, the bath. Okay. Sorry, I meant I meant just the bath. I don't know why I'm okay. saying the bathroom. Jeez. <laughs> you need to take a break? My Ready master is Senor Pedro Tobosa in the Mato Grosso jungle. Jungle. Mato Grosso jungle. That's yeah. what it says. Mato 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 Grosso Mato Grosso some jungle. Uh, well, so I don't know. I don't know what Mato is, but I know that Grosso means fat. So. <laughs> and that was a big dude too. Yeah, he was a big he, guy. He's a chugger for sure. Yeah. And yeah, so he's, he's this horrible slave owner. Runs a mine. They live in the plantation. He works them to death. He's getting mad. They're not giving him enough uh, silver per day. Right. And. Uh, Good. He goes, takes another kid. From this poor family, and they're like, "Oh, he's horrible. You know, he's weak. He, you know, let us work for him instead." Blah, blah. Takes the kid. You know, all this time that dude's still sort of narrating and bathing the guy. The kid's messing up horribly, not doing good, and then the kid dies. Right. The parents freak out. They try to kill him. He kills them. Yes. Then the dude gets his bath ready. Right, and he feels like because he had such close contact with these disgusting peasants that he needs to be washed better than he's ever been washed before because he's he's actually touched one. He's actually touched one of the, these uh, these peasants and he's, you know, besides just whipping him, he actually touched him with their, his hand or something. 
Yeah. So now he's killed. He's killed the parents. He's killed the kid, and then his faithful servant, who's his his bath boy, essentially. Essentially, um, he's his bath he's, boy. He's the bath boy. You know, that's his job. He's grateful to have the job. But uh, you know, the big fat plantation owner, or sorry, silver mine owner, uh, slave master, uh, wants to be clean better than he's ever been clean before. So you know the. Uh, the, his his bath boy assures him, you know, we've got we've got everything that you need here. You're going to be clean, better than you ever have, cleansed down to the bone, and he sets him in his bath. And he goes in and he pours in some very special bath salts <laughs> that are actually piranha. And he was <laughs> he was cleaned out. <laughs> he was clean, so they eat him. <laughs> and it turns out. That the his bath boy was actually the brother of the kid who had died and the parents that he had killed. Yep. So, so that's it. <laughs> that's the first one. So the, that is so the, the first of four. Is him like the last panel? You really get like it shows the water frothing and the old you know the plantation dude freaking out, and then he's very relaxed at the end. But yep. he's also a skeleton from the torso now. Yep. So there we go. What? An interesting first little uh, book you had me, or comic you had me read. <laughs> and then next, oh, we jumped into, what was the other one? Was political it the, Pull? The what? what? Was Political Pull, was that the other one we Oh, uh, yep, yeah, that was the next one we read, or I read, was Political Pull. Okay. Which starts out with the witch, just like... Oh, that's that's the other thing I wanted to, I wanted to, uh, to mention was... They had, EC had the three ghoul lunatics, is what they called them. So you had the old witch, you had the vault keeper, and then you had the crypt keeper, who everybody knows the crypt keeper, right? Yeah, that was the one, the, the show and all that, which, uh, yeah. classic. Yeah, so they had, they had basically these narrators, they're all smartass, and they always got funny stuff to say, and, you know, they're, they're kind of creepy and gross and all that. Um, and they had got got in that whole idea um, from this radio show. Like, before this, there's this radio show called, uh, like, the Old Witch's Tales or Witch's Tales or something like that. Mm -hmm. And she was kind of the host, and she was a little bit, you know, snarky and smarty-assy before she'd go in and tell her horror story. So that's yeah. where the whole idea behind the Crypt Keeper, which everybody knows, uh, came from. So they had okay. three originally, and they kept three all through the comic. So this one is actually narrated by the by the old witch. Yes, yeah, sort of as a little intro, like yeah, it all started on this day, blah blah. So uh, the story is there's this mayor, super good mayor, everybody loves him, honest, truthful dude, and there's this competition, who's tired of losing, angry old bitter man. Starts out the the good mayor helped buy this fancy panel for the church and being all generous like oh I wish I could pay more blah blah. Then uh his competition dude comes up like hey you know I want to talk to you he's like well come over for dinner or lunch blah blah so they go have lunch and he poisons him trying to make it out to be a suicide. Right, right. But then yeah the the note and the poison packet. The, the witch interrupts. Oh, he didn't realize the breeze would knock the stuff under. <laughs> so everyone's all, you know, automatically thinking, 
Right, so the number one, the suicide note that the other guy, the guy who killed him, wrote for him, uh, talked about all his uh, his political crimes that he had done, which, you know, you assume are not true because he's such a, a, a good, wholesome guy. Uh, and, but he talked about, you know, stealing money from the people and, you know, bribery mm-hmm. and everything else that goes along with being a, a politician. Um, so, he, so he poisons him. And then, uh, and then made it look like a suicide. But yeah, so the witch interferes. The the comic is like, oh, it went underneath the table, blah de blah. So they find the body, but they don't see that. So they're already assuming the other dude was the killer. Like, oh, it's a murder. He was poisoned, blah de blah. So everyone thinks he's the bad guy. He killed him. But then, oh wait, hey, there's a murder or a suicide note down here in a poison packet. So. He gets the whole town to be like, yeah, screw this guy. Let's, he doesn't deserve to be buried at the church. Let's dig him up and throw him in the water. <laughs> there would be a lot of dug up politicians, dude. If that was the criteria. Yeah, I know. Like, I saw it like, okay, so <laughs> they, they just get outraged and just undig his grave. And like, you know how much trouble you would get in for that? Right. right. They're, like their whole, their whole, uh, their whole head space is. We can't have this, you know, this political, uh, uh, lying, cheating politician be down here with all these good people. <laughs> Tear him out of the ground. He, we ain't burying no sinner here. <laughs> right, right. So they, they take him out, they put him on a ship. You want to go ahead? <laughs> they throw him out in the water. They, they bury him. him. Other dude wins the election, blah blah <laughs> Then uh, he's out fishing one day. Like, oh, well, a storm's coming. This is my normal spot where there's no fish. I better uh, lift up my anchor and get out of here. Well, his anchor's stuck. Then he drops his oars. Then a hand grabs him. An old corpsey hand. Old Jed, back from the dead, bringing him down with him. <laughs> so that's it. <laughs> so that's kind of it. That's... His boat stays there, and he drowns to death. We assume he drowns to death. We don't know that the zombie corpse didn't eat him, but, you know. Yeah, one of the two, you know, both, maybe. Right, right. But, so, uh, he got what he deserved. What's he that? got what he wanted, then he got what he deserved. Right. So. Like, are you starting to see a common thread through these things? Like, <laughs> they all seem to be pretty much revenge morality tales, right? Yeah, you know, they all had their sort of, uh, you know, yeah. Revenge sort of twist. Yeah. Get what they deserve. Right. And then you find out at the end that even who we thought was a good politician was a bad politician because, and what the old witch here says, come on, did you ever meet an honest politician? (laughs) Ain't no such thing as one. Yeah, you make make an excellent point. (laughs) All right. right. So that was the second one. Then we went to... Well, so we went to Last Respect, but we're not doing that, because that was a little... That was... That was... Yeah. I mean... So wait, do you want to do... you want to do Foul Play, or do you want to do All Through the House next? I want to touch up on that Last Respect. Now, yeah, that was definitely a... messed up episode. Now, yeah, I definitely see where it crosses the line with a lot of the stuff... Foul play? You talking about foul play? No, I'm talking about last, the, la- the, the one that we're not talking about. I just wanted to touch oh, on it okay, real okay, quick. Let's talk about it. Like, fine, let's dig right into that one. <laughs> well, I don't want to fully dig, but like, 
I just wanted to like, yeah, that was like, that was pretty messed up of a story. <laughs> like, you want to touch on the high points? I mean, let's just say what it was, right? Last respect. Uh, so number rich one, uncle. The story is a guy who um, has an underage uh, wife, secret wife. Yes. And, and the father. His uncle. Oh, it was her uncle. Yeah, yeah. He was rich. That was their chauffeur. Him and the niece, <laughs> underage niece, married secretly. Uh, he found out. Well, she was out seeing him one day. He came home. He found out. Wouldn't let him them see each other. Good on him. And he got the marriage annulled. Good on him. Smart uncle. You know. And uh, then she dies of pneumonia. Right. He goes because this. Because she's out seeing him. Yeah. Because she's out seeing the guy in the rain, and she gets pneumonia and dies. And then he goes to see her, gets trapped in the crypt. They find him later after he kills the uncle. Right there we go. Yeah. They find him that. later. He's dead. There's no more corpse. Okay, next episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's no more corpse because he ate her. <laughs> and he didn't. He didn't starve to death. He didn't get dehydrated because there's water dripping in through the crypt. It was poison. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Super duper. There. Yeah. So, we talked about it quickly. Not. <laughs> Next one. Uh, foul play. Okay. That was that was so an okay was, one. Was it, yeah. So this this was one of the ones they used as evidence in the Senate hearing. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, just check out the artwork, dude. Like, here we'll go ahead and talk about it, and then we we'll, we can touch on why this was. You know, really used as evidence of why uh, this turned kids into juvenile delinquents. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so this episode, it's two baseball teams. They are tied. This is the final game. Well, no, it starts out there. They're seeing the baseball field, and there's people playing middle of the night. And they tell the story why. A year later, so they, go, they uh, backtrack a year to the reason why they're playing this game at night now. So it was a game. Two teams tied. Game to see who the winner is. Uh, so it's a tough game, you know. Uh, one team's up by one, like, point, I guess, right? Something like yeah. that. Yeah. And uh, so the dude goes up to bat and gets hit by the ball in the elbow. Ow, okay, get your walk in. Yeah. Other team's mad, like, hey, you could have dodged that. Like, you know, that's, that's BS. He leaned into that. He got hit on purpose. So then they're throwing for the next batter, and he steals second. And he clips the dude on second with his Slides shoes. Cleats up. Cleats up. Slides, cleats up, hits that dude on second, scratches his leg up a little bit. Like, oh no, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Accident. They just let it pass, like, whatever, you know, it's okay. They check him out. Oh, he's just got a little strat, a scratch. It's okay. Blah, blah, blah. We can still win this game. Yeah. So he goes up to, you know, they all go up to bat. And he goes up to bat, and he just faints. Yeah. This is second baseman, the guy that got hit by the cleats. Yeah. As soon as, as, soon as he goes up to bat, he just kind of fades, and then he's, he's sick. He goes down. He's down. Um, they lose the game. The other team wins. That guy's dead. Doctor's like, hold up. He's dead. <laughs> so this dude used some... Uh, poison on his cleats to kill the dude because he knew if he got up to bat they'd lose 
So he poisoned his cleats, killed the dude, so they could win. And he'd become famous. Which he did. He, he moved on to the you know the leagues and all that. Got a little famous, this and that. So they're like... But they're sitting there like, okay, well, we need to call the cops. They're like, know what? Nah. We're, we're going to handle this. We got this. Year later, that baseball player gets a little note like, hey, you know, you should... uh, We're going to name a little plaque after you over here at this field where you got that awesome victory. <laughs> he gets there and he's like... Oh, it's you guys. And then it ends with uh, his entrails all across the field. They're playing yeah. baseball with his head. Yeah. This pretty, is the pretty gruesome. Part. This is the revenge part we were talking about. So basically, the, the team who had the, who he killed the guy, the team met him there at a dark uh, baseball field and disemboweled him and then played a game using all of his body parts. Like the home plate was in, was the heart, was his heart. Uh, the ball that they were using was his head. The, uh, the uh, catcher had his torso strapped on as a, as a chest pad. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and the baselines were his intestines. Like, very, very gruesome last page to that. Very graphic, super graphic. And this is what I was saying. You know, you got uh, you got EC Comics and Bill Gaines is going like, what are you talking about? You know, there's this stuff doesn't make kids bad. You know, they're they can handle this stuff. Okay, you're a little over the line. <laughs> that was uh, pretty there's aggressive. Very graphic depictions of body parts ripped to shreds and a face with a giant hemorrhaging eye. Being used <laughs> as the yeah, ball. yeah. So maybe six, seven, eight, nine, ten-year-olds. They didn't leave it up too point. much for imagination there. Like, they, they threw it all out there. Yeah, yeah. So, and we've, we've talked about this before, about the, the Comics Code Authority. Mm-hmm. And what this spawned it, there was a guy uh, named Wortham. Uh, I forget his first name. And I, I'm not even going to guess that right now. Um, but he wrote the, the book, Seduction of the Innocents. And he pinned uh, juvenile delinquency, um, actually he pinned a whole bunch of things on comic books, on the, uh, the uh, influences that uh, specifically crime and horror comic books. But he ended up tying it in with superheroes and everything. Uh, we're having our kids and making them do horrible stuff, turning them into bad people, turning them into criminals. So okay. do we want to move to the other one you made me? Uh, well, didn't even, we well, sort of read this one. What's that? It was more or less read to me. Yeah. But this yeah, is a classic we, one. We were kind of pressed for time, and I just wanted to, you know, give you an opportunity to watch it in ten minutes instead of having to read it. Yeah, well, I mean, I was still sort of read it. Um, the dude's voice was a little annoying, so. Okay. When he well, was I, doing... I could have just given you... When he was doing the voices, you know, it was sort of like, oh, come on now. Oh. Yeah. Like, you're using like, the same voice for the character. You're going to, like... But I, so I sort of read it while because it showed the pages. So yeah, and this is so a this classic was, one. This was and all through the house. It was their their Christmas tale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I actually before I ever picked up an EC comic, I saw this movie that I didn't know was based on a comic um, that had this story in it. It was a, a 1972 movie. I, I think it was just called Tales from the Crypt. And this was one of the stories. That was that one uh, video you sent me that was like an hour long? The first, well, so it's only about the story. Well, the, the individual story was, yeah. yeah, not that long. But the whole the whole movie thing. 
Yeah, you don't want to do that. Shot back when, like, probably color was just invented and <laughs> everything was so, like, old. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it had uh, Joan Collins in it when she was hot, so that's been an awful long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, like, the 70s, so. It was 72. It was the early 70s. Yeah. So, and then they redid it. They did it on uh, Tales from the Crypt, the movie, or the, not the movie, but the, uh, the, the show. And yeah, that, that that version is a much better version. Yeah, sure. Well, it's easy. <laughs> it's, well, they do it funny, you know. Like she's way over the top, and she, you know, the the woman's way over the top. And they don't follow the story so much, though. On that one, though, like they don't really follow the story as much. They definitely, it's definitely different right. than the original story. Which there's nothing right. wrong with that. You no, know, try to twist it, make it your own a little bit. But so let's let's uh, let's start with this one. All right, so it starts out. She kills her husband. It's Christmas time. She kills her husband with a uh, fire poker. Then uh, you know she's all just like, "I'm get that insurance money." You know, I got everything figured out. And then the daughter starts screaming or crying. So she's like, "Oh no, honey, it's okay." Daughter's all like, "Can I see Santa? Is Santa here yet?" She's like, "Oh no, you get you better be good. Just stay in bed." So then uh, she goes down after that and turns on the radio. See? That's how old this is. <laughs> well, that's my whole thing. Okay, tell your daughter to stay up there and, uh, you know, sleep and go to bed. But then you come down and turn the radio on real loud. <laughs> so she's like, okay, I got time to get rid of this body. I'm going to wait. Then, uh, what, it's 11 o'clock. So she goes, okay, well, I better start taking this body out. But then news report, flash news report, hey... Dude escaped from the institute, mental institute, dresses as Santa, likes to kill women. <laughs> likes to kill women. <laughs> uh, doesn't mess with girls, uh, little, you know, doesn't mess with children, and leaves men alone. Only really wants kid, you know, women. So, and she's like, ah, oh, it's in my county. Oh well. And then, just as soon as that happens, knock, knock, knock. <laughs> Santa's at the door. Yeah. So then she, uh. It's a deranged serial killer who's escaped from the asylum. So then right. for her first thing is, well, let me call the police. Oh, wait. There's a body. I better put him <laughs> in the closet. Yeah. Oh, no, wait, before that, let me lock all the doors. <laughs> okay, now let me put him, oh, wait, no, before I put him in the, you know, let me let me lock the windows. Okay, now let me put him in the, oh, wait, I can't put him in the closet yet. What if he breaks the windows? <laughs> let me board all the windows up. Oh, wait. His body's still here. I need to take care of it. Oh, no, what about my daughter? Uh, she's going through this whole, like, scramble of, like, body, windows, daughter, body, windows, daughter, body, windows, daughter. <laughs> I think she finally puts him in the closet. And then, like, contemplates a few times trying to call the police. But, oh, wait, I have a dead body in my closet. Right. And, well, uh, like, a lot of it's her internal, like, tension. And it just hurt. Like, there's pages of just her freaking out and running from place to place to make sure that everything's secured yeah. so that so that evil Santa can't come in before she calls the cops. And then she goes to check on her daughter, finally, and she's not there. Anyway, she checks the basement, she checks the attic, like, makes sure everything's locked. But yeah, let me go find my daughter. Oh, wait, she's not here. Huh. Well, her windows are locked and boarded shut, but she's not here. <laughs> That's why she goes to the stairs and... Mommy, look, it's Santa. I let him in. <laughs> Ta-da! End of story. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's the serial killer. 
And then when the vault keeper comes back to, you know, wrap up his story, he's, you know, he's dressed up as Santa and he pulls off his mask. Hey, it's me, the vault keeper. And I got this sack, but it's not gifts, it's entrails. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) They're like, yeah, the one video of the the 89, I think. Yeah. One who's like, oh, don't worry. The girl's fine. (laughs) (laughs) He likes older women. (laughs) Right, yeah, he's okay with children. Unlike that chauffeur from the other... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah, so... um, Oh, well, you know what, I wanted... This this one is done by um, Johnny Craig. And you see, like, he's got real real clean, almost simplistic uh, figures and stuff. They always look a little bit stiff and... But it's it's he was a very popular artist. I'm trying to remember the one. I think it was uh, political pull. Yeah, political. The one about the uh, the one about the, uh, the the politicians and the water and you know getting pulled down in the boat and all that stuff. Yeah, that was done by uh, Graham Ingalls. Okay. And Graham Ingalls was one of the main influences on a guy named Bernie Wrightson. And Bernie Wrightson, like, created the Swamp Thing and uh, did a lot of horror comics in the 70s and stuff. Um, But Bernie Wrightson was one of the major influences for uh, Neil Gaiman and Guillermo del Toro. So, like, it actually, they they have a lot to do with things that are still happening now. Like, there's, you can, Mm -hmm. like, trace their lineage back. And, like, you you know uh, Guillermo del Toro? Nope. At all. He did, he did um, like, what, Pan's Labyrinth? and Anyway. Okay, was, yeah, I don't. <clears throat> that's a good okay. movie. Yeah. Yeah, so you notice how he's got, like, a lot of uh, really cool-looking monsters and stuff? Oh, yeah. You know, Those like, are some interesting yeah, right? monsters there. Very creative stuff. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, he kind of, like, indirectly, that whole style comes from Graham Ingalls. So, you know, it's kind of neat to, to kind of trace the lineage back into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, those are the, the four, well, five <laughs> we read five, through. Right, yeah. We'll say four and a half. We didn't really four fully go through that one. Yeah. Um, so, because the one only counts for half because it was underage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't get a full vote. Uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, so, reading these type of comics... What would you be drinking? These comics, I would be, myself particularly, I would be sipping on probably, I'm trying to think of the the type of, I would be drinking uh, Oban Scotch on the rocks. Sipping some Oban Scotch. Okay. Because that's very 50s kind of, you know, high ball, low ball kind of uh, sitting in the, in the office Mad yeah. Man's drink. <laughs> See, I originally was thinking sort of a similar route there. Thinking like, maybe, you know, maybe some whiskey or some good old scotch on the rocks. Just sort of chilling. But then I think, well, you know, also we're in spooky season. Well, it was spooky season. And, you know, what do you drink in spooky season but some nice warm apple cider? Ooh. And not, you know, not, not your, your kitty's apple cider. You know, adult apple cider. Now, are you talking about... Like the actual cider, like the beer cider. Nope. Or are you talking about like the hot apple cider that's been spiked? That's delicious. Hot 
apple cider that's been spiked. Yeah, that's good stuff right there. Just because, you know, if you're, yeah, if you're going to read it in, like, the fall, you know, you got to get that sort of warm apple cider. You know, that got to get in that season. Yeah. But, yeah, so either that nice whiskey scotch or maybe some warm apple cider. That's a, that's a delightful idea. That's very, that's very fall time. I like it. I was thinking 50s. You were thinking season. I totally get where you're coming from. I, I was sort of both. Yeah. I was thinking a little more older, but as well, yeah. also thinking, well, you know, spooky stuff. You gotta get that spooky yeah. feeling. What's the best time for spooky stuff? The spooky season. So, totally. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, now let's rate them. What do you think? You know, you know these I, these are classics. Yeah. So, how would you rate these? Going back through them now, not just you can do like the whole thing in a whole. We don't gotta go through every single one. Um, but okay. Well, you know what? I I can't, dude. I can't. Just because they're so different, like there's some that I, I thought were garbage. Okay, well then let's go through the ones we read and we can rate them all. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll just I'll just do it real quickly. Um, the bath, uh, we'll say out of ten, I'll give that. That's probably a five or a six out of ten. I was uh, thinking about the same. Like it was good. It was the first one I read, but it was just sort of compared to the other ones. I sort of saw it coming. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't yeah. that. It is just a little weird. And I don't think that the other thing that was really missing for me out of that one is they didn't have one of the keepers narrating it. That too. Right? Yeah. It was the the dude. <laughs> he narrated it. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, they did it at a as a his point of view, sort of like this is yeah. I am the I am the bath giver and this is my story. Which I mean, that right there was like, okay. Going through seeing how the rest of them work, okay, he he's definitely the one that kills this dude, like it's obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's he's definitely alive at the end of the story, and nobody else I was does. I so. he's telling the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Next so what one. What was your rating on that one? What would you it say? It was probably five or six. Five or six, yeah. I yeah. guess it is. So um, now we have the uh, political... Political poll. Political poll. Political poll. Um, I love the artist. Like, this is, this is Graham Ingalls, and I love his style. So I'm going to say art... I'm going to say nine. I'm going to say story. I'm going to say four. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely agree there. I think overall yeah. I'd probably give it like a, a high six. Yeah, yeah, that's probably, yeah. I can, Maybe I a would... low seven, depending on what I read yeah. else in that yeah. day. So, <laughs> I mean, it's just sort of like, it was good, nice twist at the right. end. But, I mean, it could have been a little better. Yeah. Story-wise. Right. It was yeah. just like a, huh, you're dead now. Oh, no, don't hate me. Oh, hey, yeah, let's dig this dude out. Okay, yeah. It, it was just, I think the story yeah. could have been better. <laughs> you know what? And let's let's go ahead, since we're going to do it, let's 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 do uh, Last Respects. Might as well. I mean, that was not a good one. <laughs> it, was, it was also, uh, Graham Ingalls uh, drew the story. He's a great artist. But th this story was even worse than the previous one. I'm going to say story probably two or three. Art art is probably a solid seven, eight. Yeah, that one's definitely lower. Um, it was just like, especially reading the other stories. Yeah. There wasn't much to like really care for in it. Right. And it was super ham-fisted too. The, it, the big punchline at the end is he ate her. Yeah. Okay, that does nothing. <laughs> that does nothing for me. Yeah, it just it wasn't that 
great. I mean, I get the idea behind it, and like, okay, yeah, but it's just like parts of it is unnecessary. Like, it didn't have right. to be underage. She could have just yeah. been like, oh, right. well, his uncle don't right. like you know. It could be like, well, we're rich. Don't deal with the poor dude. No. Why is it got to be underage? There was no reason for her to be underage once it didn't serve the story in any way. No. So that's definitely a lower on the yeah. scale. Probably like a four total, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Max. And and that, that's being generous. Art didn't save it. <laughs> no. Yeah. All right. Okay. The baseball uh, foul one. Play? Foul play. Foul play. You want definitely. Go? You go? I'll, I'll throw it up there. I like that one. So I'll throw it up there. Probably like a 7-8. Maybe higher. Okay. Um, I, I, well, go ahead. No, yeah. Keep going. Well, just like, at first, and it's definitely a lot to read. And a lot of stuff going on. You don't really know baseball. You don't really know what's going on. It's sort of hard yeah. to follow. But still, it was just like, okay. That guy's a little scheming little punk. He yeah. got himself famous. And then, yeah, they're like, you know what? We got this. And it was such yeah. a great little thing at the end. <laughs> yes. And they definitely, like, you know, the baseball, the star, you know, the the whole, pretty much all the pages were all baseball related. And yeah. it was just like, okay, cool, whatever, art, baseball, whatever, you know. Yeah. But then that last page, though, that last page sold it, though. <laughs> so good. I think one of the most important things they can do in one of these horror things is make you hate a guy. So yeah, like yeah. you're like oh this guy's really a scumbag I do not like I, and then you're happy when he's dead at the end you know <laughs> yeah, so like yeah. I think they did good on that one I'm I'm gonna say uh, probably a seven for the story probably a nine on the art this is Jack Davis and just his end page just like you're saying this end page was so phenomenal like it I'll, I remember that from the first time I read it and I'll never forget you know the the picture of the guy's hemorrhage <laughs> the eyeball head, the, out in the guy's mitt. You know, yep. <laughs> like I remember that, and the the torso strapped on the catcher's chest. You know, yeah, like, that, that's, those images are just sort of stuck there now. Like that is the perfect last yes. page of a comic. Yeah. So all in all, I say probably a, a solid eight and a half on that one. Probably, yeah, yeah. So how about this last one? Last one. Um, I think, I think the story was pretty strong in this one, um, <laughs> and the the twi- I like the twist um, where the kid is you know she's you know she's dealing with unhappy parents and she's probably not all that happy of a kid and does she know that she just let in you know the set, the Santa Claus serial killer to kill her mom who knows you know maybe, <laughs> maybe she, she does, did maybe she doesn't. You know, I like that whole idea, and I'm, I'm going to give this one probably uh, an 8 on the story and probably a 7 on the art, so about 7 and a half. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, I did like it. I can tell, you know, it's definitely, definitely a classic. Yeah. Um, I liked the whole, like, I liked and I didn't like that whole sort of frantic monologue in her head the whole time. It yeah. was like, okay, I get it, it's cool, definitely works up the story, but at the same time, it's like, okay, is that what we're going to do for, like, three pages? And you do. Uh, you do it for a long time in the story. Um, I mean, the radio, right in the beginning, like, oh, this guy, like, okay, that all happened way too fast. Yeah. It was just like, hey, there's an alert. Oh, well, I gotta do, oh, knock, 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 oh. <laughs> and just like, okay, well, she's gonna die. <laughs> yeah. I did like the little kid opening the door, that was a good twist to it. 
Yeah. Um, I'll probably go a little under, probably like a six and a half. You know, between okay. six and seven. That's fair. It was good. I could definitely see how it would be a classic. They just, it was one of those like, okay, that's just a very cheesy used thing right there. Like, you know, the other thing is you have to remember that this was, you know, early fifties, and all the things that you have seen since then could have been spawned by it. Like we've seen it all these things a million times. Yeah, they were a lot more shocking. The genre itself was fairly new. So, yeah. So anyway. I agree, though. And they, this is the one, like, we already talked about a little bit, but they've done a lot of versions of this. They've remade this one. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think they might have remade a version of this on uh, Tales from the Dark Side, too. So, you know, lots lots of these have been done, um, but this was the first time, at least, yeah. in, the, you know, at least in this format. Uh, I mean, they, 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 they were pretty good. They weren't bad. I enjoyed them. Definitely, yeah. you know... A nice little twist at the end, sometimes predictable, sometimes not. Yeah, it's good yeah. though. Yeah. Good little horror comics that are, you know, I don't know if I'd necessarily say horror as much, but definitely just like that sort of like, we're bringing you the idea of horror. Right, sure. Well, it's just, this is what I'm saying. At this time, this was 100%, this was horror. Yeah. Right? Like, this is before, this is before Psycho came out. You know, like, this is like, this is that far back. In horror as a genre. This is so, when uh, horror was first invented. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, I like them. These ones, again, like, if I spent time pulling out the really good ones, which I didn't, I, I know. <laughs> um, but there are ones that are much better than this that have, like, their real strong point when they're good, when they work, is mm-hmm. their surprise ending that they threw you off the trail of. You yeah. Know? And if they actually throw you off the trail, then it works. And these ones, most of them didn't really. You know, I mean, they were good, though. And, yeah, definitely, like, you know, you get to see the different artists, uh, the art styles, this and that all in play. Yeah. So, that's a nice little collection. I think that's a, a good thing to look into and to sort of check up on. See what else, what else is in there with this uh, variety of uh, stuff. Oh, you know, another thing that I was going to say about, like, the cultural importance of this is these were one of the things that um, that inspired uh, Stephen King. These were some oh, of his yeah. favorite things. So are you still good for next weekend, next yeah, Saturday? Right, we're going to do the... Um, if you can, if you can. Yeah, we're just uh, doing a BS session, right? Yeah, just okay. BS session. Uh, yeah, Extra Life, it's a uh, important... I participate every year. Uh, Extra Life is a uh, event where gamers stream and all that. They raise money that goes to uh, children hospitals. Hundred percent. It's not that BS. Uh, we'll give ten percent. We'll keep the rest for our pockets. No. Hundred percent goes to help the kids and their parents and the bills and all that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm totally done. So I'll be streaming. I'll be streaming some gameplay pretty much all day, and then uh, yeah, I figured we could jump on, maybe just have a BS session and talk and, uh, and have some drinks and see if we can get anybody to donate. Okay, that's uh, that's next Sunday or next Saturday. Next Saturday. Okay. Yep, I'm done. November 9th. Done. All right, man. Well, I think that's gonna that's gonna wrap up our our thing at least. Yeah. So, I mean, so. That's our uh, that's our our comic book at least. 
Yeah, comic book stuff's done, so. Thanks, everybody, for listening or watching or however you are enjoying this. Uh, we appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah, or not, you know, we were not enjoying it. That's fine, too. I don't care. <laughs> we're slowly gaining a little more uh, turbulence. We're at, like, 13 estimated viewers, so that's cool. That's a lot. <laughs> so, we appreciate all of you. We are, I'm looking into ways to try and make this uh, monetizable. So we can make some moolah. If anyone's feeling generous enough, you don't have to. I don't care enough about that. I just enjoy doing the podcast, but if somebody does want to throw some money at us, I'll find a way.